This is the Variety Sports Network created for the fans, by the fans. Now to your host, it's a night show. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Sunday Morning Tailgate uh, with Doug and Jordan. How are you doing this morning, Jordan? Doing good, Doug. How are you guys? Uh, not doing too bad. Just, uh, you know, catching a little bit of this Colts-Patriots game. Not the uh, Not the best game we've ever seen, but definitely at least getting to watch some football. That is the truth. Uh, quick update for everybody. It's 10 to 6 in the fourth quarter, about uh, 7.45 to go. Patriots have the ball, trying to take the lead here in the fourth. Uh, Jordan, any thoughts on this game so far this morning? Uh, it just continues to look sloppy for the Patriots. Uh, uh, right before we came on, they had a huge play downfield that would have been game-changing and uh, pre-snap penalty. I mean, uh, you, you can't shift on the inside receiver <laughs> Right before right. the snap, and uh, it just just continues to look like a non-Bell Belichick run team. Uh, just a, a, a lot of questions they got to answer, and his job was supposedly through uh, through several sources on the line this week if he dropped to the Colts. So uh, the future of the Patriots franchise might change today. Yeah, that's um, that's interesting. I, I had seen a report personally that um, at the end of the season they were going to mutually agree to part ways. I think that's probably more more in line with the, what they should do is just, you know, wait till the end of the year, let it play out. And then, you know, hall of fame career, yada, yada, all that stuff. And then right off into the sunset. Um, Jordan, uh, obviously we'll touch in on that game, let you guys know how that plays out. The, the Germany games, Jordan, there's a couple things I want to talk to you about this week. Um, let's talk standings first. The AFC feels pretty loaded this year. Oh yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the current uh, AFC uh, playoff picture as as it stands today? We've got four AFC North teams in in the playoffs. Uh, really, in AFC, it's who uh, who chokes on outside division games first. Uh, that's that's how it's looking as it stands today. Uh, huge huge implications, and I know we'll touch on it. Browns Ravens are uh, are are in for a really AFC North slobber knocker, as Jr. Yeah. used to say back in the day. Uh, I I I think that's going to be a low scoring game, but uh, a lot of implications on that. A lot of uh, an unhealthy Bengals team going to the Texans, who are on a roll themselves. CJ Stroud yeah. absolutely making noise for Rookie of the Year. Uh, one one interception, a lot of touchdowns. Uh, he's playing a clean game. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And, uh, you know, even a short week, Bengals and Ravens even on Thursday. So uh, right. uh, it's a, a, a lot going on in the AFC North and AFC as a whole. Yeah, the AFC has definitely got a lot going on. I'm glad you mentioned the Cincinnati and Houston game. I mean, that's a that's a, that's a a five and three Bengals team taking on a Houston team that's four and four. They're separated by one spot in the playoffs. I mean, we're talking razor-thin margins here uh, getting into the playoffs where, you know, week nine – Week 10, we really start to buckle down and see who's going to be who. So I don't think it's too early to really get into these playoff rankings. But it's it's definitely getting getting tight already. Um, if you uh, flip over to the NFC, it appears the Eagles are pretty comfortable at the, the top spot. Uh, we got Detroit at two. Um, I, want, I wanted to see Detroit <coughs> – excuse me. <coughs> I want to see Detroit bounce back. You know, they had that tough week against the Ravens. Um, and then, you know, come back 
after that. And then, you know, they they beat a, a bad Las Vegas team. This week they've got another tough challenge. Or next week, I'm or, sorry, I'm getting my schedules mixed up. This week they have another tough challenge. The Chargers don't always look great, but they have the potential to be very tough on any given Sunday. Uh, what are your thoughts on a, on a Detroit and Chargers game with uh, Detroit trying to get back into form? I, I'm I, I'm glad you said it that way because uh, Detroit's getting Montgomery back in the backfield, and uh, that 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 to me has huge implications on their offense. And the the running back that took his place last week, his name's slipping me, so forgive me. Uh, he had a he had he had an over hundred yard game himself, so uh, that's a good problem to have. Uh, now you're looking at kind of a two monster in the backfield. Uh, their offensive line's getting a little healthier. Uh, I, I think it was just a bad spell. Uh, Detroit doesn't necessarily know longevity and winning culture. So right. I, I'm definitely going to give this one to Detroit today for a rebound game. The Chargers are just too inconsistent for me. Uh, kind of, I kind of compare them to the Bills. Uh, they'll have great games. Uh, they'll put up great stats. Uh, he'll make great throws. But at the end of the day, he just said the Chargers make a lot of, whether it's a quarterback or running backs, they make a lot of uh, late turnovers, and uh, yeah. you know they're tur- they're they're negative on the turnover margin overall going into this week, and uh, that uh, you you I, you can't win games like that in November and December. So right. Uh, another thing I wanted to highlight from last week: uh, what are your thoughts on the Josh Dobbs performance for the Vikings going in there, not knowing anybody's name, and <clears throat> just playing a good football game? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, uh, every football athlete, I mean, backyard football 101. I mean, uh, really, really yeah. just kind of came out and balled. I mean, he starting experience was never the question in my mind. You know, he he's coming from Arizona. He's a lot of starts. He has some good stats, has some good games. Uh, they just kind of they just kind of put him in and said, hey, uh, you know, old school island football. You just say uh, you're going to go here. We're going to yep. go. uh you know, I I may change the play, but uh, we're gonna make it happen. And uh, but another surprise there, they're they're four and one without Justin Jefferson. So that's something it else surprising. to watch. Salary cap coming, uh, but I I think uh, the Vikings are kind of the wild card because they always have that mid level defense. Uh, they they've always had a decent running game. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, you know if they can kind of what I touched on earlier. If they can keep the turnover margin down. Uh, I'm not saying they're championship caliber by any stretch, but uh, definitely, definitely a team that'll make noise going to the playoffs. Yeah, uh, and if you look at the NFC standings, it's it's very tight towards the end. Dallas is the sixth seed right now at five and three, but after the five and four Vikings, we got Washington at four and five, Atlanta four and five, Tampa Bay at three and five, uh, Green Bay at three and five, the Rams at three and six, Chicago's at three and seven. I mean, there's a little bit of a drop off at that end spot, in my opinion. Um, it'll be interesting to see who comes out with that seventh seed if the Vikings can somehow find a way to get this done with a makeshift, a uh, little bit of a makeshift uh, offense. Uh, Jordan, what else uh, caught your eye this week um, in the NFL? Uh, just really kind of, uh, you know, the Jaguars are still doing well uh, over in the AFC. Uh, that did, mm-hmm. that did a little tighter. Uh Kind of, uh, you know, you, you look at Denver is kind of making some noise for me. Yeah. Uh, they will they play spoiler when it comes to seedings, or will they play spoiler just flat out? 
when it comes to knocking somebody out of the playoffs. Because like you said earlier, you know, the, the margin's so razor thin in the AFC. And uh, for them kind of turning it around, uh, you know, that's kind of everybody's career there. That's a lot to watch. Uh, you know, does Sean Payton want to be there term if they keep winning? Mm-hmm. Is Russell Wilson going to be the answer, even though the guaranteed money's tied up? Uh, you know, that, that to me, uh, they're continuing to win is kind of kind of eye, eyebrow raising for me. Um, yeah, I think that's some good points there. Um, you know, a couple actives and actives this week. Jamar Chase is going to be active for the Texans game. Uh, Texans counter that move with uh, activating their 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 star corner, Derek Stingley. Um, Trent Williams is back against the Jaguars. Then, you know, the Cardinals are activating James Conner off the um, – off the IR. So uh, Stefan Diggs is going to play today. Um, a couple other bills are sitting out. So there's a lot of, um, a lot of moving pieces this week in some important games. Uh, let's get into the, uh, let's get into the slate this week. Uh, <clears throat> game, we, we already know Indianapolis is playing new England. Uh, new England did not end up scoring on that drive. So Indianapolis has got the ball with a chance to close out this game. Um, first game of the week this week. Houston at Cincinnati. Uh, we kind of mentioned this a little bit ago. This this is an important game for both teams. So this is um, this is a massive Bengals keep the momentum type game, or this is a Houston we're taking the next step type game. Uh, CJ Stroud's dangerous against anybody, and you guys have a good defense. Uh, I'm really interested to see how you handle uh, CJ Stroud um, in that passing attack for Houston. Um, we know you're picking the Bengals, but Let's get a little bit more insight from you on that one. Uh, I'm picking the Bengals, but uh, to me, I, I think it's going to come down to who has the ball last. Uh, I think the Bengals have to come out and really play some smash-mouth football in the terms of possess- time of possession. Uh, I think whoever whoever has the ball last and whoever has a time of possession win in this game is going to win it. Uh, C.J. Strout, 40 seconds left, game-winning drive last week. So we know they can run the two-minute drill. We know the lights aren't too big from him, you know, coming from the Big Ten, come from Big Ten championship play, coming from, you know, playoff college play. I don't think there's any lights that are too bright for him. And uh, today's going to be no different. I think missing T. Higgins hurts. Yeah. I think Chase, uh, this is just a personal personal opinion. I think he's more of a decoy. Uh, look for the tight ends to get involved again, uh, like we did last week. Look for Trent Irwin to get some important snaps. Uh, Yoshi's already got two touchdowns. Maybe he gets into some plays uh, that you can't really replace a guy like T. Higgins. He's the number one on any other squad. Right. Uh, for him's going to be huge going into free agency. But uh, you know, I, I got the Bengals. I got the Bengals in a nail biter. I I think Lou and the boys will uh, throw some throw some things that uh, Strout hasn't seen yet. Yeah. We love we love doing a double A gap blitz. Uh, we love dropping our our defensive ends. With without Sam Hubbard today, it, it, there's a lot of questions on that other side. You know who's going to step up, who's going to come home. We really haven't had an answer at defensive end. Yeah. Else, two starters. Uh, nobody. Cam Samples had some good flashes. Uh, some other. Some others have stepped up in certain areas. Our first round pick really hasn't gotten any snaps going yeah. into this. So uh, it's it's really going to be up to who can make that right side of the ball collapse and make C.J. Stroud stay long. So. Uh, yep, I, I think that's all really good stuff. Um, obviously, Louis Amarillo, hell of a defense coordinator. He'll have something special for C.J. Stroud today. Give me the Bengals 28-21 uh, to win this one. Uh, should be a should be a fun game over on CBS today. 
Next game, uh, New Orleans at Minnesota. This is an important game in the uh, NFC. If you, um, you know, for New Orleans, this is a chance to get to get a, to get a win back that you may have cost yourself earlier. Uh, they've got a, still a good defense in New Orleans. Minnesota's finding ways to win football games without without Kirk Cousins, without Justin Jefferson. This is an interesting one. Um, how do you see this one shaking out? I, I say Minnesota rides the momentum. Uh, I, I I just there's too much inconsistency over in New Orleans. Uh, mm-hmm. Derek Carr is still Derek Carr is still a great quarterback. Uh, I take nothing away from him. He's a great quarterback, but the organization just they they really moved on past the the Drew Brees era. Uh, yeah. Mike Thomas is still kind of up and down with is he healthy? Is he not? Uh, Chris Olave is going to give you great plays and chunks. But just kind of everything outside of that, you know, Camara doesn't have it fully going. And the de- defense, outside of the defensive line, if the defensive line doesn't get home, the secondary is going to have a long day. So I, right. I think Minnesota comes out and finds a way to get it done. Uh, give me, honestly, get, give me 24-21. Give me Minnesota. I think you're going to see a lot of field goals. Okay, I like that. I'm going to go the opposite. I think New Orleans has – this is a have-to-win game for New Orleans. Uh they have not been where they wanted to be this year. Michael Thomas got arrested this weekend for battery. You know, things are things are just not good, but this is the perfect get right type thing. Josh Dobbs, he's got another week. I trust Josh Dobbs. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do what needs to be done. But I think New Orleans does just a little bit more. Give me New Orleans 21-17 uh to win in Minnesota. Next game, uh another important game for both teams. Can Green Bay get back into the playoff picture? And can Pittsburgh continue their momentum? Uh, Green Bay uh, at Pittsburgh today. Well, Green Bay shocked me last week. Uh, you know, they were uh, – I, I didn't pick them to win. So, again, uh, as an AFC North resident, I'd love to see Green Bay bring it. Uh, but at the at the end of the day, I just think uh, on the defensive side for Pittsburgh, uh, give me Pittsburgh in this one. Yeah. I, I – I, I take Pittsburgh 28-21. Oh, 28-21. That's a lot of points for Pittsburgh. I, uh, I I think Green I think Green Bay Green Bay plays a lot of wild coverages that often kind of collapse. Uh, that, that's my pick. Okay, I, I'm going Pittsburgh also, but I'm not going to go that high. Um, give me Pittsburgh 14-10. Too much defense for the Packers. They don't. Jordan Love's looked very pedestrian. Um, ever since the hot start. Yeah, so give me Pittsburgh, unfortunately, to win this one. Tennessee at Tampa Bay, another, you know, kind of important game. Tampa Bay's on that right on that fringe of can we can we win a couple games here to make it interesting? Um, and then Tennessee, they're working out the new quarterback. They're trying to get ready for potentially next year. Will Levis, we've liked what we've seen from him. I thought he had a good game against Pittsburgh last week. Obviously, he didn't score, you know, the way they thought they would, but Tennessee at Tampa Bay, Jordan. What do we got? Uh, give me Tennessee. Uh, Tampa Bay secondary is just just kind of looks like a mess to me. Yeah. Uh, they 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 have they have a lot of the same personnel there from their championship run, but it it just man, it just looks like they they give up chunk plays. Mm-hmm. They uh, the pick right, they're eating them alive. They're giving up the middle of the field to tight ends. I mean, it just. With their yards per game is it's worse than last year. I mean, it's yep. just I and that all together, you know, what can that offensive do? I mean, you you put your team up a score of forty seconds left and you, your yeah. defense close it out. 
I, I, I feel terrible, terrible for Tampa Bay and their offense. And, you know, for him to go over there and leave Carolina and leave Cleveland and, you know, Mayfield try to put something together special. It's, it's not in and out, and I, I don't blame his play. It's, I don't think it's his play at all. I think he's had a really good year. Um, like you said, when you give your team a, a, a touchdown lead with or a, a four-point lead with, you know, 40 to go, you feel pretty good about what you've done. You know, I, I agree. I think Baker's done a, a hell of a job with Tampa Bay. Uh, who do, Who is your pick then today? Oh, yeah, I, I, I got to go with – I think Tennessee is going to pull off the upset. I think uh, – I think I think it's going to be a close game. I think Will is going to make uh, really good plays. I think they're going to pick apart Tampa Bay's defense when it matters most. Okay, I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Uh, I think, I, like I said, I think Baker's playing good football. And if the defense can slow down uh, Deshaun Hopkins and make Tennessee one-dimensional, they haven't been as good running the ball this year. So make them one-dimensional for the run because – We've seen Hopkins beat teams by himself with Will Levis already. Those th- that three touchdown game was pretty crazy. So let's 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 make t- Tennessee run the ball because Derrick Henry, I, I believe, is slowing down just a smidge. Give me Tampa Bay to win this one. Um, low score game, twenty four. No, twenty four is too much. 20, 2013. 2013? Yeah. Uh, next game, big big time NFC game. This might be, or well, sorry, NFC versus AFC game. San Fran versus Jacksonville at Jacksonville. Can San Fran get back into this thing? Can they? Can they right the ship here a little bit and and beat a good Jacksonville team? I uh, give me San Francisco on this one. Uh, they made the trade. They brought Chase Young in to kind of give them kind of give them some extra beef on defense. Uh, from what I'm reading, right as it stands now, the left tackle is coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, their, their yards per carry without him is about three yards less per carry. Uh, yeah, he's Trent Williams is back today. Yes, Trent Williams is back today. That is uh, that's huge for them. Uh, right. That's, I mean, they they pull him, they do a lot of they do a lot of things in the screen game with him. Uh, look for McCaffrey to have a monster monster day coming off a week of rest. I think their minds are going to get right. I I think that organization from top to bottom is one of the most professional ones here. Uh, you know, look, look, look for them to rewrite the ship. I think uh, Brock Purdy's had some games. It's NFL. He's on a learning curve. We, yeah. we, we, we put him kind of on a, a Mount Rushmore early on because he's just consistently winning and winning and winning. When, uh, you know, when that team's healthy, it's, uh, you know, it's a Maserati. It's you get in, you start that engine, and it goes. Uh, regard, and that's my personal opinion, regardless who you put under center. So uh, I think he's had some learning curve. I, I, I think. A win big, San Francisco by two scores. Wow, wow! Against a good Jags team, that's a, a good Jags team. I see. I find it hard to believe that they can win by three scores after losing three straight games. To me, that's a big, big ask. Two, two scores, two scores. Okay, that seems more fair. Give me, give me Sam Fran game-winning field goal, Jake Moody, 24-21. I think McCaffrey has a big day, like you said. They get the best left tackle in football back. I mean that 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 alone boosts you up at least a touchdown in my opinion. He's that good of a player, but give me give me give me them to win by a game winning field goal today. Uh, this should be a this should be a tight one in my opinion. These are two very good football teams. San Fran's got to find a way to win games again. Uh, you know when you come to Ohio, when you come to Ohio and you get your ass kicked, you know it's trouble. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, NFC. But, yeah. So uh, next game. On the agenda today, probably the most important game in the AFC today, 
Ravens and Browns, seven and two Ravens, five and three Browns. Some injuries on both sides. This should be interesting. Um, Jordan, we'll go with you first. Who's your pick and why? My my professional gut pick is that the the Ravens are going to squeak by, and I, yeah. I hate saying it. I hate saying it. Uh, Deshaun Watson is at a sixty four percent completion rating as it stands this morning. It's just, you know, he he had a get right game against Arizona. Maybe 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 that maybe that'll do it. It did it for Joe Burrow. Uh, right. I I think that was much needed. I think he'll have kind of some swagger back. But the Ravens to to go into Detroit and to do some of the things they've done, you know, yeah. get games that I thought would be close, and I've said on this on this show and others, it's just, man, they, you know, they've scored thirty plus points in the last two weeks. Their run game looks great. Their passing game looks efficient. Mm-hmm. But I think they'll squeak by. But if 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 the Browns defense can get that turnover, get that that's turnover, what's got to be. Yep. And and you know that. And we've seen Lamar fall off the hinges. If you can get to him early, if you can frustrate him, if you can get his timing off, then they, they have a shot. But, uh, yep. you know, you, you guys have one of the best defensive line in football, so you always have a shot. But really right. it's going to come down to can Deshaun Watson make the throws and as it statistically stands right now, I'm saying I, I don't see it. Right. I want to see it, yeah. but I, 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 I don't see it. So give me I – think, I think it's another close one. I think it's 24-21. I think the Ravens kick a stupid field goal at the end with 56 yards, something yeah. out like Justin Tucker has been doing his whole career. Uh, yeah. Just, he just I, think, out. I think I'm with you on that. I think the Ravens win this game. Uh, this is a game we, the Browns need sorely. They really, this would be, this would be one of the better wins they've had in a regular season for a while. Uh, game one, we really struggled. We played a, a rookie quarterback in his first start. We had no consistency on offense. The defense was out there all game. Baltimore got to beat up on our defense a little bit. This is this is the game right here. This is the game where the defense could get back at Baltimore for kicking them around uh, early in the year. But the problem is the Ravens are clicking on all cylinders right now. It's going to be a very tough game unless Deshaun Watson plays really good football, and that's the difference in the game right there. We know Lamar's going to be good. We know he's going to be solid. He might have that turnover, but that's but that doesn't change their really outcome for them. But for us, if Deshaun Watson is not good, we will get beat again. Um, I think the Ravens probably win by a, a, t- a field goal, like you said. It should be a close one. Uh, but if the Browns pull the upset, man, that's big time. That's I, I, I think that's that's contract earning. That that should put to bed at least a talk on the guaranteed money up front for Deshaun Watson and what the Browns did. Right. Yep. This is the, that's the kind of game right there that people you know start to talk about and forget about the uh, the big money. Let's move on. Um, battle um, out in the NFC: Falcons versus Cardinals. I'm going Falcons. I don't. Kyler Murray's back this week. I think it takes them a week to get him going again. Uh, give me the Falcons to win this one. What are your thoughts on Falcons Cardinals? I think I think it's gonna be a close one, but uh, give, give me the Falcons on this one. I think the Falcons defense is gonna throw a lot at somebody who's gonna have a lot of ring rust. And Murray, yep. uh, I, you know, outside of the Murray's kind of been to me. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a professional. He's an athlete. Murray's been kind of a flash in the pan when he came on the scene. He's putting up obscene numbers and mm-hmm. doing incredible athletic things on plays, extending drives. But he just, he just, whether it's the front office, the head coach, there's just been so much drama around him. You know, his lack of motivation being called out in the media by his own organization. Yeah. Uh, 
that continues today. So, uh, you know, honestly, you know, give me Atlanta in a close one. I'd say Atlanta by three. But, uh, you know, Jesse and some of the pieces they got together and the corner they got from Detroit, from Ohio State, I I, I think they made Kyle Murray's day really long. So, Okay, yep, I'm with you on that. Uh, Good morning, Tyler. Appreciate you joining in. Uh, Thanks for watching the show, as always. Uh, next game on the agenda is the one we mentioned earlier, a pretty important game for both teams, Lions, Chargers. Uh, how do you see this one going down, Jordan? Uh, it, give me the Lions. I know we kind of touched on it in the beginning of the show. I, I, I think I think the Chargers are just too inconsistent. Uh, I think the Lions are coming back with Montgomery back in the backfield, kind of gives you an extra energy and an extra shift. Uh, their coaching is going to clean some things up. The Ravens aren't a bad team to lose to. You, you had a week off to kind of get right. Uh, give, me, give me Detroit in this. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go Chargers. This is oh. a must win for the Chargers. I'm going Chargers to pull an upset. The balled up lifestyle, the 2000s? Yeah, I'm going to go Chargers. Give me a Chargers by three. Late. Uh, next game, I don't think we have to talk about a lot. Giants, Cowboys. Giants have not a lot left in the tank. Two and seven. They look like they're contending for the first pick. Uh, yeah. Cow- Cowboys, to me, win this one by probably 10. What are your thoughts? Uh, I, I'd agree with that. Uh, I haven't read on who's going to start for the Giants at quarterback. Uh, I don't I know think Ty- it matters. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor always kind of always kind of keeps you in games, but uh, but uh, man, like you said, it's just too too many injuries. Uh, you know, I I think they've really miss misspent their money. They tied everything up in Daniel Jones. Right. Uh, they Shaquan Barkley kind of. Kind of shaded off the media last week. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't think he really wants to be there. They they have just so many questions. Like you said, I I think they're better on seeing what their depth chart looks like for the rest of the season and kind of going for that top pick and do, doing kind of almost a complete rebuild, which is crazy because they were a playoff team. Yeah, you know, this is crazy. Talking about them. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Everything you said, I pretty much agree with. Um, yeah, that Daniel Jones contract is going to haunt them for a couple of years for sure. Uh, Commanders and Seahawks. Can the Seahawks get back on the ship, uh, right the ship, after a tough tough couple of weeks for them? Uh, I, I think they win this one. I think it's a close one. Give me the Seahawks by three. I can. I, I think give me the Seahawks by ten. Uh, oh, I, okay. I, I think the receivers kind of have a breakout. I think DK Metcalf finally kind of goes back off. I think uh, Jackson Smith and Jimba – uh, you know, going later in the season, getting more of the playbook in. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a great game, and uh, Gino really needs this. Gino, yes, uh, yeah, his contract—it's it, not obscene numbers, but you know, the organization—they gave him a multi-year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave—they they made a trade at the deadline to bring in an extra defensive tackle, which didn't show up at all last week. Uh, right. It just, uh, but yeah, but the the Redskins—I still call them the Redskins, the Washington team. Yeah, uh, they still they still got too many questions. Uh, Ron is not Riverboat Ron anymore. <laughs> he's not making he's not making those aggressive calls. I I think the Seahawks win by ten. I, I think it starts rough, but as the game goes on, I I think uh, Gino makes some big plays with his receivers and just puts it away. Okay, uh, Sunday night game: Jets versus Raiders, and what probably will end up being a fist fight um, <laughs> at some point. These teams just. Haven't clicked this year. Um, who you got in this one? Jets and Raiders. Uh, give me the 
Give me the Raiders. Whoa. Uh, give me the Raiders, yeah. Change the head coach. Uh, some swagger. Uh, Max Crosby said, you know, this, this is the most confident he's felt in the last two seasons. Uh, I think they kind of got some of the drama out, you know, out of their locker room. Yep. The owner's coming down and personally apologizing to certain players' faces, although they wouldn't list which ones. But we got, we all kind of assumed Devontae Adams would be on top of that list, right? Right. But uh, I – yeah, get, give me the Raiders in this one. I think the Raiders win by three. I think it's going to be a slugfest. Uh, you never count out the Jets. Always got the Jets. Always bring the defense. Exactly. But too much, too much inconsistency at quarterback. I, I, I think the Raiders get right for a second week in a row. I think you'll be seeing the cigars again. Okay, I'm going Jets thirteen to ten, and I don't know how they get to thirteen because a touchdown seems kind of crazy some weeks for them. <laughs> give me, give me the Jets thirteen to ten. Like you said, a fist fight. Um, a lot of defense. Raiders have the better weapons on offense right now because of the quarterback situation. Um, if if Aaron Rodgers was there, Garrett Wilson would be having a much better season. Um, oh, no, no question. You know, but but Jacobs and Adams, I would take them slightly over Wilson and um, uh, the young running back for the Jets, struggling with his name. Uh, so yeah, give me the Jets thirteen to ten. This is this is gonna be a tough one. Um, let's jump over Monday night. Broncos and Bills. You mentioned the Broncos were talking about playing spoiler. Do they play spoiler on Monday night? Uh, th- th- this this one's a tough one for me. Uh, you know, do, do the Bills get mad and rewrite the ship, or do the do the Broncos keep playing spoiler? Uh, I I'd say talent wise, you know, get, give me the Bills on this one. I don't feel great about picking them. Give me the Bills by three. Okay. You know, I, I think it's going to be a 24-27. I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see some good scoring. I think you're yeah. going to see hits from both teams. But I think uh, look for a wild turnovers. I think I think you're going to see turnovers from both quarterbacks. Uh, Russell Wilson is this year is getting balls batted down at the line at an obscene rate, more than he's ever had in his career. Uh, the offensive line still not really holding up. So look for Von Miller, depending on his health and some of the other pass rushers for the Bills, which I know they got a couple guys out, which is. Right, which is kind of some hair raising, but but uh, you know the the Bills kind of got embarrassed yet again on national television. Uh, look, look for them to take out their frustrations, and you know, give me the Bills twenty seven twenty four. Okay, I like that. Um, I'm going to go Bills also. I was thinking maybe take the take Denver, but I'm going to go twenty one fourteen. I do think Denver has still some good pieces on defense, and the Bills, um, you know, they're working they're working their way through their their offense themselves. Uh, give me, yeah, 21-14. I think it's going to be a good, solid game for Monday night. Um, Jordan, that's all the picks for this weekend. You got anything else before we get out of here, man? Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, if you don't mind, I, I want to take a minute. Uh, I, I myself as a veteran. Uh, it's Veterans Day weekend, so I, I, I like to thank uh, all the other service members, men and women that have served and are serving. Uh, you know, we, we wouldn't be able to uh, come on here and, uh, you know, talk sports and do the things that we love without, without them. Uh, right. you know, and I, I'd personally like to thank you. You shipped me off to, uh, we took a trip to Dairy Queen on, uh, before I went to boot camp many, many years ago. And, uh, yeah. when I came home from, uh, my, my second and last appointment, we, uh, we went to a Reds game and, uh, you, you and your family have always got me right. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I salute everybody else that's still serving. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, this has been a big weekend. Marine Corps turned 248 on Friday as well. So, uh. Uh, a, a lot of good things. Uh, just want much, uh, much appreciation. So, uh, uh, hit my yep. head. I 
guys. And we uh, we obviously appreciate um, everybody who's served and everybody who's going to serve. And we obviously appreciate your service. Um, you know, we uh, don't get to say it all the time, but it's nice that you guys have this this weekend where we can look back and, you know, say our thank yous because sometimes we forget what you guys had to go through. So, yeah, definitely appreciate you. Uh, you know, appreciate all those good times we had. And uh, we're going to keep it going. And we will see you guys next Sunday morning uh, kicking off football again. Capri Sun today. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. And uh, see you next week, everyone. Bye. See you next week.